Hello, listener. It is so nice to know that you're on the other end of the phone, other end of the speaker, listening in to this conversation that I'm basically having with myself. And it's pretty funny because as a concept, and that's what we're going to start today, I started with the idea of you are a skating success. And the whole month has been dedicated to that end and to that intention to share with you, the listener. And I started to think about it today. Why do some people get things done, create success, or do things that work out, and other people get kind of lost or fumble around, right? And here's the deal. I think it's both things and the people that actually get there, I'm using quotation marks, there, they don't give up when they're fumbling and lost. So let's dive into this idea. It's my wrap-up session and podcast all about why you are a skating success. Welcome to Skating Success, the podcast. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share insights, joy, and the love of skating with you. Whether you're a skater, a coach, a parent of a skater, an official, or maybe just an official fan, you are welcome here. And I know that you've clicked on this resource because you want to hang out with like-minded, high-performance ideas and people. So welcome. I'm Jamie Ferreira. I'm your host, and I'm thrilled that you're here listening to whatever episode you're listening to. And I want you to trust that your episode listening will be perfect for you. So let's dive in and get started towards your skating success. Here we go. Let's dive into this topic. Honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is that when we see others as a skating success, okay, we are seeing their result. We are seeing their content. And what we don't see is the behind the scenes. We don't see how they got there. We don't see the struggle. So especially in figure skating, because people train over 90% of the time. Honestly, it's probably more like 99% of the time and then just compete in that 1% moment. And so a lot of the work, a lot of the strife, a lot of the challenges are really hidden. And so it's very deceptive and very enticing to believe when we watch somebody compete and they skate really well and they nail all their jumps or they do the perfect twizzles or whatever it is that we're noticing, it's really easy to believe that it's either easy for them or that they didn't go through what they went through to get there. And it's funny because this is one of those things where it's like you can know it in your mind but still not believe it because when you see the final product, what you're seeing is something that is so completed and so put together that it really doesn't seem possible that that same skater you're watching with all of this, you know, prowess and accomplishment also falls on their face and does the things that you do at the rink. So I'm going to walk you through sort of a framework for creating things. And I really encourage you if you're not driving, of course, um, or, you know, doing something that requires other attention. But if you are able to, to write down these five things, because it gets, it's going to give you that framework to work through anything that you want to accomplish this year and add to your portfolio, let's say, of feeling like a skating success. So in this framework, the way you want to start is with a concept. So let's say the concept is, I want to land my double lutz, right? 
I want to learn a new piece of choreography or I want to do a tryout for pairs. You have the concept in your mind. And coaches, I want to give you a little tip here. One of the hardest things about skating is to remember when we didn't know. Okay, so an athlete coming into the sport has no context, like no context for where they can go. They can't see the sport ahead of time. And so one of the biggest pieces of coaching is to paint a picture of what is possible, what is available, what could happen in the future. Because until we know what's possible or until we can kind of see ideas and concepts that make us want to pursue them, we really don't know. I mean, this happened to me firsthand. I had no clue really what the heck figure skating was about. And I was mad. I I started figure skating and I was like, why am I doing this? I don't really know what the point is, honestly. And yeah, I had people coming and telling me, oh, you're good at it and all those things. But honestly, I was not inspired because I didn't understand the point. And when one of my first coaches told me, oh, it's a competition and it's a performance and you can go and perform for people, my whole entire perspective changed. It was like, oh, wow, I love performing. I had been dancing for years and doing performances and traveling and all that stuff. And to see the ice surface as a bigger stage was an amazing concept to my brain. That was my starting place for skating success. It was like, oh my goodness, this is a place where I can express myself and you know maybe share movement and expression with my body and with art and music and you know do all the cool things on a bigger stage. And so without that concept, Okay, without that concept to step into, let's say, I was lost. I was just skating around for no reason. So skaters, what is the concept that you want to step into? And if you really don't know what's available, sit down with your coach for a minute and say, hey, what can I do with this sport? What can I pursue? What are the goals that I can be working towards or even the outcomes that I'd like to reach with your help? It's so magnificent to me that there are so many possibilities in this sport and yet a lot of athletes just don't really know or don't really see where they can lean into what's next. So number one is the concept. Whenever you're trying to, you know, do something, create something new in your life, become someone new, the first part of it is a concept. What idea am I pursuing? If you're taking notes, part one is that concept, but part two is commitment. So once we have a concept in our minds, right, I am going to learn this or I'm going to know how to do that. We want to have that moment and it is a moment, a decision where we commit. So if you're asking yourself to make that decision every single day over and over, you are going to get exhausted. And I know this from practical experience as well as teaching experience. Trust me, commitment is like make the decision once and be all in, okay? When you are committed to something, it means you are going to do whatever it takes to get that thing done or at least as far as you possibly can. And, you know, I know that people are kind of scared sometimes of commitment because we're inherently as humans scared of failure, right? So we're scared to put things out there. And you don't have to tell anybody, by the way, what your goal is. You don't have to scream it from the rooftops. If you want to, of course, it's your life. You go ahead. But you also just get to quietly commit in yourself, right? If you know, wow, the concept I have is I want to skate a clean program in a competition this season. You can quietly commit to yourself that that is what you are working towards. That is what you're excited about. That concept is what's going to drive you. 
And it's really just between you and you. You know, this is a personal individual sport. And the best part of our sport in many ways is the fact that it celebrates that individuality. You can be the best version of you and get points for it and score well and feel great about what you put out on the ice. So commitment, I would like to invite you into the idea that it is something you do by making a decision once instead of waking up and seeing how you feel or getting to the rink and seeing if you want to train, you know, those types of things. That means you're kind of on the fence still. You just haven't really committed and made that decision. So number two in our framework for accomplishing and becoming your version of skating success is commitment. So we have concept, right? An an idea, something you're pursuing, something that inspires you. And then number two is your commitment to that thing. Number three is like one of my favorite words of all time, creative. It's time to get creative because guess what? If it's something you're willing to accomplish, it means it's something you've never done before. Yes, newsflash, guess what? It's something new to you. And you get the space and the awesomeness and the opportunity to be creative, to go about it your own way, to search out resources, to ask your coach, to talk to other skaters, to look at what other people are doing, or just to ask your innate internal self, hey, what's best for me? And this creative process is like building a muscle. You are not going to just wake up and feel amazingly creative one day. In fact, a lot of people tell me, Janine, I'm just not creative. And it's not true, but they start to believe that. And then they don't practice. They don't practice the muscle of creativity, that, you know, mental muscle of how could I do this? How can it work? How can I accomplish this in my club? How can I go after my dreams in the rink that I live by? How can I learn more about this? So if you are shut down around creativity, you got to turn your judgment into curiosity. Okay? Turn your judgment into curiosity. And be very careful here because people like to say things as judgments as if they're true, as if they're factual. Like, oh, nobody from that area ever makes it to the Olympics. Like as if that's a fact which it's generally just a judgment or an opinion. And so I welcome you into this creative zone, absolutely into the opportunity of thinking this way with open curiosity, but be aware and perhaps beware of other people's judgments and the things that sound like facts just because they're said with emphasis. It does not mean it's true, okay? Things that I've heard are like, hmm, you have to start at six years old or less to, to get to the top of, of your game, right? Not true. Um, you have to train this amount every single week. And if you don't have the, that amount of ice time, you can't make it. All these kinds of things that sound so factual, but really they don't matter. And here's the thing. You have the ice time you have. You have the ability you have. You have the you know, circumstances that you have. But guess what? It's up to you to ask the next question and be creative and be open in your own opportunity to see what's possible, to see what's possible. Because what we can't change is a waste of our time, right? You're on a mission. 
You're not even listening to this podcast if you're not on a mission. I, I truly believe every single one of you out there, the listeners that get on this podcast, every, every time I look at the, the count of who's listening and all the things, I'm like, yes, that's the tribe. You are in this because you are a skating success. You are there in your mind mentally. You are ready to reach for your goals. So you don't have to worry about everybody else's excuses or everybody else's version of the truth or their you know vision where it's like, mm, you got to do this and this and this. Okay, great. Now what? You have the ice time you have. You have the opportunity you have. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to make of it? How are you going to use that time to your advantage? How are you going to reach out and get the resources you need to succeed? And that is the most fun. When you get creative, and I am telling you, you get resourceful. That means accessing whatever you can to do what you want. Oh, that feeling is absolutely intoxicating. Our next step is the most important one. So if there's any part of this podcast I really want you to tune in on and focus on with me, it's this. Part four of this formula and this format of creating what you want is kind of like one direction or another. And you've noticed probably so far I'm using all C's. I do like to do that. (laughs) I like to use like one letter and try to create something that matches and brings your brain around it so that you can remember it. And so far we've had concept, commitment, and creation. But part four splits into two directions, crash or curate. Now, crash means that every time you experience a failure, a setback, a minor adjustment along the way, you'll consider it a crash. And this is a mindset that is very common especially when we're learning something hard, right? We're learning something that's new. Um, That crash, that emotional crash, every time you have something that doesn't work out can really take you off course. And it is kind of seductive because if you're in the crash, you don't have to keep asking those creative, curious questions, right? You get to sort of go, oh, I'm, I'm down. I'm down, it's not working. And it can spiral out of control very easily. Everyone who's listening to this, you've been there. We've all done the crash, right? And I am not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm just wanting to point it out in a very obvious way so that when it does, you know it's still a step forward. So you're still going forward even when you crash, which seems crazy, Right? It seems like, no, no, Jadine, you don't understand. I am losing. I am failing. I am not doing well. I am crashing. Nope. It's part of the process. Now, the reframe or the other direction within the crash is to see it as curating. Curating. So if somebody creates a a work of art, right? Let's say a piece of choreography. What they have to do is go back and edit, right? Curate the stuff that's in there. So maybe not all the ideas that you came up with at the beginning are going to end up in the final product, okay? Or if you design a car and you have all these features and they're so amazing and it's like, I'm going to have this in the car and this in the car and this in the car and then you go see the price and it's like, oh, wow, we can't really spend that much money on this car. We're going to have to edit. We're going to have to curate, okay? Or you go shopping and you pick out like 14 things at Lululemon and then you realize it's $3,000 And you're like, all right, okay, what's my very favorite top, the coolest shorts and the hat? So part of 
being a creator, which is what you are when you're creating yourself as a skating success, is realizing that setbacks and dead ends and places where you learn, those are moments where you can crash for sure. You're still moving forward, but it'll take you longer to recover than if you think of them as curating moments. Ah, this is something I don't need to include in my training because it's not working. Got it. I can put it to the side. Or, ooh, I did it this way for five days in a row and it really didn't work. Got it. I will remember that, make note of it, not do it again. Or, ooh, this part is working. I'm going to lean more into that. Or, hey, I'm going to give myself credit for what I actually did accomplish or the effort I put into it instead of being mad at myself that I'm not there yet, right? Thank you so much for listening in on the podcast today. We would love to hang out with you online. So if you have enjoyed this episode, please come on over and visit us at skatingsuccess.com. That's our online home where we have all our offers, our services, of course, our resources, any of the coaching courses that we're launching or are already launched and available. So please visit us at skatingsuccess.com and anywhere on social media at Skating Success. See you there. Thank you.